Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Awesome. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining the uh, Fall In Hackathon podcast. Um, you guys just did our recent April Benefit Hackathon, uh, benefiting the people of Ukraine. Um, you guys won second place. Drop shop. Um Spencer, you're the team leader. Why don't you kind of kick it off and tell us a little bit about yourself and, and the project? Yeah, my name is Spencer Rhodes. I'm a UX UI designer. Um, first time doing a hackathon with with Fall In and Zencaster. And uh, yeah, I met up with Eptisam and Montasser, and, and they pitched a, a really great idea, and I got excited just, just out of the get-go. Awesome. Um, and then Eptisam, do you want to give your background and how you got involved as well? Sure. I'm Eptisam. I'm a computer science PhD student at George Mason. I came across Fallen, I think, on Google, and I thought it was really cool, so we signed up for it. I told Montasser about it, and yeah, that's kind of how we found out about this hackathon. Cool. And then what's your background? I remember you introduced yourself. Uh, you're you're a PhD student. Is that right? Yeah. Very awesome. Yeah. Um, what are you uh, uh, working on? So um, this semester I'm working on some interdisciplinary projects. Um, right now I'm working on reducing barriers to access in healthcare for Virginia. Very cool. Um, sweet. And so how did you guys come up with the, the idea for this project? Um, Montasser, so, do you want to take that? Sure. So um, basically, we uh, uh, first of all, uh, we were motivated by the the objective of the hackathon to help uh, uh, people in Ukraine and to help in general expand to helping uh, people in uh, disaster affected uh, and um, areas. Um, and we really we were really motivated by the fact that a lot of people do want to um, uh, do want to contribute in a meaningful way. And uh, sometimes it's just not it's just not feasible for um, for making a direct contribution when uh, you're not really sure who's doing what on the ground and what kind of impact your donations might have or your outreach might have. And uh, this kind of coupled with the idea that um, we do have a lot of uh, a lot of people with some kind of digital communication or uh, access still in Ukraine and in general in other areas like this. Uh, where they might need some immediate assistance in forms of small amounts of supplies or even with uh, day-to-day purchases. And this could be definitely facilitated by uh, by using um, technology that we have that that sometimes we almost take for granted. For, for example, like um, uh, DoorDash, um, Postmates, or Uber Eats, and... Uh, Combining this technology with the available, uh, the available resources at hand, uh, I think uh, that 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 really 
motivated me to um, uh, think about this in the in a different way, and that's when I pitched this idea out. And we kind of fleshed it out over uh, over a couple of days uh, when we were talking about how could we make the most uh, impactful platform. And once once that happened, we, oh, we started. And audio that's... hiccups here, um, which we're sort of used to with the hackathon. Uh, Spencer, do you want to kind of take it uh, from here? Oh, right now, yeah, now I'll kind of. I'll try to. I'll try to pick up where when Tosser left off. Um, so when the idea was pushed to me, it really seemed like, uh, you know, the the basic idea here was, you know, in, in a disaster situation, in a natural disaster, war zone, crisis situation, right? Uh, you know, you may not have internet access, but in a lot of cases, some people still have, you know, the texting ability. So SMS-based um, charity really is just how to sign up to receive help. Um, as, as the verification process begins by sending in a text message, a user sends in a text message that if their uh, area code, their phone number is associated with a area in crisis, it kind of expedites the process of verifying them, right, as a real person in need. Uh, then they also, they send in a, a selfie, just kind of, again, verifying they're a real person, they're in need, and then that's going to kind of connect them to a, a, a network of available aid, uh, whether that's a charity that's already got boots in the ground, Red Cross, you know, International Red Cross, Red Cross Society of Ukraine, depending on the area we're working in, right? Um, and then it's also the next kind of idea that stemmed from it was how do we, how do we, you know, reignite the community? How do we, how do we keep money, services, vital funds pumping, you know, through the economy? Like in Ukraine, shop owners can't keep their doors open, but they might still have supplies that they didn't move off the shelves. People in Ukraine need those supplies. So it's getting funding to those shops, getting those supplies into the hands of the people that need them. So it was just kind of all kind of grew off of uh, his one idea of SMS based, you know, signing up for need and it's just kind of spiraled. Uh, so hopefully it's something that could be used in Ukraine, but also in, in any disaster zone, right? Like if there's a tornado somewhere in the world or earthquake, tsunami, whatever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sounds like it's already robust. Um, and I'm glad it's already out there. Uh, you never know what can kind of um, spring up. I mean, Zencaster itself was born out of a hackathon, and you know it's it's doing pretty well nowadays. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. How did you become the the team leader? Uh, was there a process for that? Was it random? Um, it was, what was that? It was it was pretty random. Um, you know, it was it was, sort of, it was the three of us that joined. There was one other who joined, and then she kind of fell off. Uh, Michaela Letherland. She, she did contribute a little bit. And then there was two other teammates who like joined, but didn't really contribute and they just kind of disappeared. But uh, Michaela did, did contribute to some code and uh, set up the repository. Um, but yeah, with the initial, with the three of us, we were just kind of kicking the can back and forth between each other. Who's going to be the team leader. It didn't really seem like anybody uh, wanted to do it. And uh, Eptosom kind of at one point got voluntold. I just kind of filled her name in on the slide and then felt bad. Uh, and then took her name off the slide. Didn't want to make her do it. So, yeah, it was it was really just kind of random. Cool. Yeah, I, um, I don't think that was like. Uh, uh, did you guys know each other before the the hackathon, or did you guys meet up at the hackathon? What's that been like? We, we literally met up at the hackathon. We reached out, uh, and so then... I, I I was new to this group. Ebdasam, I, I don't know if you and. Montasser, when when to share, I think you guys had you shared sure. with me that you'd done some previous hackathons together. Yeah, uh, can you hear us? 
Hello? I don't know if we have their audio still yeah, or not. You, they might have lost them. Might have lost them. Um, I know they had uh, they had shared with me that they had met doing a hackathon, uh, and then and they had done quite a few of these together. So, oh, uh, this was wanna... my first encounter with the two of them. But sounds okay. like yeah, we... for cool. And then, how did you hear about it again? Uh, so my my good buddy Stedman. Oh, nice <laughs> through my good buddy yeah. Stedman. Nice, yeah, that guy's really cool. Um. How do you guys know each other? Uh, so I, I'm a fellow V schooler. I went through V school, okay. Stedman. Stedman nice. also associated with that program. Yeah, I went through V school myself. Yeah, both veterans. Oh, did you do the the UI or the Cody side? I did the coding <clears throat> side. Um, yeah, spent my time over there. They had their like barrack situation going on. I think nowadays, like it's all online, um, if I'm not mistaken, or like yeah. it's like a hybrid situation or something. No, it's 100 um, percent online. The, they do have a, oh, a space. It? They do have a space oh, downtown wow. uh, that you can go to, kind of a hub situation. But yeah, they're not there permanent. It's mostly all online. It's really grown, remote, kind of coast to coast. Students all over. It's kind of cool. Yeah, um, definitely. So, uh, hey. Yeah, yes, we got you now. Definitely. Oh, well. Very cool. Um, I am getting some air pop-ups on my end, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed that uh, we're able to record this. Um, but yeah, um, very cool. Um, well, I, I guess we'll, let's just keep talking about it. Um, uh, do you guys have like a favorite, uh, I guess, segment of the program? Um, you know, I try to fill it with like guest speakers and workshops and things like that. Uh, where you guys just like heads down most of the time or do you guys get to check out some of the um yep yeah um do you have anything to add there, Spencer? Yeah, that uh, that platform. What was that again? Frame. Frame. Frame VR. That was, yeah, that was outstanding. That was my first encounter <laughs> with that. That was really, really cool to kind of play around with and learn a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, with the hackathon, but uh, I I did get to attend quite a few of those guest speakers uh, and ser- uh, seminars. Uh, with I'm trying to remember the gentleman's name, the former Marine officer, uh, Brian Berry. Yeah, Brian Berry gave an outstanding talk. Um, a lot of it, honestly. Yeah, I, I think mostly I was I was really just intrigued by the the guest judges, the you know the the Ukrainian nationalists that we had contributing and offering their advice. Um, just getting some of that real time advice from somebody in a situation, you know, like they're in. Just 
Yeah. Really humbling to hear their their personal stories and then also, you know, get that kind of feedback of what would actually be beneficial to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I'm always, like, surprised who's going to show up. I never know who's going to show up from where. And um, I think this event, we had more attendees from all over the world. I think, obviously, from not just from Ukraine, but um, South Korea, India, um, and another country, I believe. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's so fascinating how it just, just reaches, like, the corner of the earth here. Um, Sweet. And I'm also curious. So, so, Spencer, you were in the Marine Corps, I presume. Um, did you hit up V-School, like, right after you got out, or um, did you no. do something else? No, it's actually – it's been a minute. So, I, I was in the Marine Corps from 2006 to 2012. Uh, nice. Separated oh, after that's some when medical, I got out. Yep, yeah, separated after some medical stuff. Otherwise, I was – probably going to be in there for a little bit longer. Uh, but I got out, I went to school, tried to use some of my GI benefits. I was studying like graphic design, just wasn't happy, you know? And at the time, uh, going through college, I was a server bartender uh, and kind of got sucked into the uh, management role of the restaurant industry, uh, because I had kids and I needed insurance and, <laughs> you know, just more than a student. So I kind of left school and pursued that career. And, uh, after you know several years in the restaurant industry being a restaurant manager i just it wasn't uh the lifestyle that i was wanting to pursue anymore so actually ironically right before the pandemic really erupted in our state i had stepped down from a general manager position and uh, was looking at schools uh, and then the pandemic started in the restaurant industry as you know is not quite the same since so i think it was good timing uh, but yeah, ever since then, I've just been studying online, trying to do things like these hackathons to gain experience and break into that tech industry. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I guess like uh, to kind of wrap things up here, do you guys have any uh, critical feedback um, for the hackathon that we can use to improve? Um, you know, this is our fourth time and, um, you know, it seems like we have repeating users that are coming in and hearing some great things so um and we're always trying to improve and and iterate um yeah do you guys have any critical feedback here
Sounds good. Yeah. Go ahead, please. Awesome. Yeah, you're not the first uh, group to tell us about um, kind of shifting to Discord. Um, yeah, I'll have to kind of experiment with that. Um, Spencer, do you have any um, critical uh, feedback I can use to improve here? Uh, let's see. I love Frame. I actually like Slack. I'm not super familiar with Discord, but uh, I think yeah. that's a you know user user preference thing. But you know, I could I'd always love to learn a new tool. So let's get on Discord. Why not? Um, I, I would say the one piece that I would like to see more of is more, uh, maybe, maybe more interaction between the teams. You know, it seemed like everyone kind of had their head down, working their own thing. I liked the the rooms that Frame had where, you know, each team had their own room, but then it turned out that each team was just kind of doing their own thing, going to either Discord or their own Slack channel or Zoom link or whatever. So to keep the interactivity of it, interactivity, you know, uh, alive is just, yeah, maybe... Yeah, maybe switching to Discord, having one platform, more interactive activities, you know, stuff like that. Good deal. Sweet. Um, all right, guys. Any sort of last comments or questions or anything I can uh, uh, help clarify? Thanks, Mutasar. Um, Epsom and Spencer, yeah, appreciate you guys' time. And yeah, we'll end the podcast now.